0: and welcome to this episode of the Fanny Pack Podcast. You're here with Dolly. And Kiara. And today we're just having a, a, a day. It's a wet day. Not sure uh, really what to talk about, but we'll, we'll find something. You'll, you'll hear our process live. <laughs> well, not live. This is recorded, so maybe I'll just cut this part out. <laughs> yeah. We were kind of agreed on Pretty Little Liars, seeing as how there's a reboot coming out. And my mind just blanked. Can you fix that quickly? Just bring it over. Um, see, I loved the original Pretty Little Liars. There were some plots of it that I just didn't like at all because like, no. And then I heard there was, um, a spin-off um, Wasn't it Ravenswood or something? Oh, it had Tyler Blackburn in it. Yeah, I don't know. Who played Caleb. I haven't got a chance to watch that yet. And then there's Pretty Little Perfectionist, which is another spin-off. And now they're rebooting Pretty Little Liars. And I'm like, wait, who's all going to be in? Because if they don't have part of the original cast in it, at least, I'm not watching it. Because what they could do is do a second set of kids with kind of like a different storyline to it, but still pretty little liars. Unless what they're doing is they're going to redo the entire storyline with different kids, and that's going to be weird. Well, I think what they want to do with this one is go like a lot closer to the book, because The show and the book, you can tell they are uh, related, but they are definitely not sisters. (laughs) Very true. There are so many plot elements from the book that were dropped. The books, sorry. I have not read the books all the way yet. I, I read like the first three or four. Um, it was... Let me make this clear. Now, the books were really fucking complicated. Like... I mean, the show got some of the plot elements right, except that um, instead of Spencer having a twin sister, it was Allison. Well, that was the thing that got me was... Spencer had the twin sister. Allison's mom had a twin sister. Um, Spencer's mom had a twin sister there's so many twins in the show it's weird but the thing is is technically her mom isn't her mom it was allison's mom's twin who was her mom and it's like what whoa 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 back that train up what you're it made no sense to me and then the whole uh spencer's trans twin thing or was it his cousin was it her cousin Spencer is who? Uh, Spencer had a relative that was transgender. That was Cece. Charles. Yes, I did not like that plot. The only trans character in the show, and she is a villain. Ah uh, ah uh, ah. Uh. There was also Paige. Who, coincidentally enough, played Moose in... Ned's Declassified School School Survival Guide. I know, but here's the thing. Cece came in very early and... Ah, No, she didn't, technically. She came in around the fourth, fifth season because she came in to get to know the girls more from watching That's still weird, okay? It's like... Let me be clear, I haven't watched the show in a while, so I'm like fuzzy on details. This is why I didn't really want to talk about it. But like, they, they have- Paige, to be fair, was not a good person for most of the show. So that's not really your best example. The two trans characters they have are not good people. But in the end, Paige did change once she fully came out. So is she... She was a regressed trans lesbian. Wait, is she like born male? No, she was born female. So then she's a he now. She hasn't, from what I know, she hasn't changed. I just know that she is just trans and she's a lesbian. I don't know if she's done the pronouns or anything like that. They didn't give too many brief details afterwards. She just kind of went off. Okay, but if Paige identifies as trans, then we probably should refer to him as him. Yeah. Sorry about that. I didn't know. See, he was originally an evil... Well, he picked on Emily a lot when he was in the beginning of the stage. Because... And then he became a jealous, obsessive boyfriend, which, you know, kind of weird. Yeah. Just that they chose Paige as the character to be like, yes, this character should be trans. It feels like a weird decision. I'm not going to lie to you, it feels like a weird decision. I don't think it was that way in the books, but like I said, it's been a while since I've read or saw anything of it, so... Well, I absolutely adored Emily. Yes, I love Emily. She was fantastic. But the way they played her off as having so many boyfriends, like, at first they pushed her into staying in that relationship with her boyfriend at the time. To be fair, I think a lot of lesbians, especially if you're, like, struggling to come out, you do have... How do I say this? You want to push that you're straight so much that it, you know, you kind of go from boyfriend to boyfriend to boyfriend because number one, you're struggling to understand why isn't this working? Why don't I feel this way? Why don't I feel the way I'm supposed to feel? So you're jumping around from relationship to relationship because you're trying to find out why you feel like this. Yeah. And to be honest, I like how it ends, how she ends up with Allison, but from what I heard in Pretty Little Perfectionist, they're not together anymore. Which is great, because, like, you you can't even give the lesbian a happy ending. You can't even give the lesbian a happy ending, which, like, fucks Meanwhile, they have two girls, or two kids together. They they have two children together, and, like, you can't even stick the landing on the LGBT relationships. Well, why, I just want to know why it had to be Allison and Emily that broke up. When the other relationships in the show have double the problems that they had and are straight relationships, which break up all the fucking time. <laughs> well, I can kind of see one that should have broken up. Now, don't come for me on this, but Aria and Ezra. Oh my god, yes! I'm sorry, I don't care! I don't care! He was the fucking adult in that situation. Like, yeah, the makeout was awkward, because at that time, she wasn't his student. That, in my head, is like, you know what? Yeah, she was underage, but. It's less fucked up than engaging in a relationship with your fucking student. But you I'm also sorry. you also have to remember he was still in college at the time. One, he had also previously dated Allison, which is even more disgusting. I can see why Mike punched him in the face. Like I really wish her parents had had him arrested. I really do. I know. Like i like mr fitz his personality is great but he's a terrible person he's not even a terrible person he just made a bad choice in dating his student even though even though they say they're in love
1: i'm sorry, she's
0: like, like what 16 when they start when they made out by the time they finished they were about 20 21. i don't care she was His student, that technically, that relationship was very predatory. Yeah. I don't care if he was in college, he was still in a position of power over her. Although, my favorite couple, I was so mad that they didn't really end up being together in the end. Honestly, I don't know. I'm itchy. I don't know, but it was Toby and Spencer. Toby and Spencer were alright. I I, I don't know. Maybe, Maybe it was just the overt straightness of the relationship that really put me off. Because they were really like... They were super, super... Like... How do I say this? In a way that doesn't feel like it's just me being gay. But like... I'm okay with like a lot of straight relationships on TV. Because like, you know, whatever. Because it... How do I say this? It doesn't feel like the straightness of the relationship is being thrown in your face. Now, I don't I don't know why I felt that way about Spencer and Toby, because like I realize they're both heterosexual people, but like I I don't know. Even Keegan Allen and Trey and Belisario we were close. It was fun. I even thought they were in a relationship in real life because they, they were that close. And I thought, well, maybe they are together. And then she got married. <laughs> and then she got married, and I'm like, oh. Oh, so nope, guys and girls can just be friends. But then there's me in my situation where it's like I don't want to be just friends. But anyways, let's move on. Move on before I start going off on a tangent on that. Uh, my one, like my, I had like three favorite characters in the show. One of them was Mike because I, I don't know. My, my heart goes out to all the boys that struggle, like, and just you know are are doing their best. But like, like Toby. Ah. Uh, Toby went through a lot. He got blamed for the eyesight of his sister. See, here's the thing. And then he was getting blamed for the death of Allison. Okay, but hear me out, okay? There's something about Toby that always rubbed me wrong. He just... How do I say this? Toby... I don't think he's a bad guy, per se. But there's something about his attitude that just... It leaves a bad taste in my mouth. Remember, he got thrown into juvie. I realized this, but... He was blamed for practically everything. Can I finish? <laughs> so, Here's the thing. This guy, it, he rubs me the wrong way because he gets mad at Allison for keeping things from him. Not Allison, Spencer, sorry. He gets mad at Spencer for keeping things from him. But, like he fucking lied to her, like, he lies to her so fucking much, and I think that's like part of the reason why I don't like them as a couple, because they are, like, at least for the early seasons, they're a very toxic couple, and it's like the show just kind of grinds on them and forces them to stay together, because, you know, they're endgame. But here's the thing: I don't think it ever let them separate and grow to become better people. They did towards the end. Towards the end, but I still had to slog through the entire fucking show with these two people that I don't like together. Well, they because are- they weren't good for each other because they weren't they weren't good themselves. They were all going through shit. I realized they were all going through shit. No, I wasn't saying that as. A a rebuttal. I was saying that as they were going through shit, so they should have just worked on themselves before being in a relationship. That's what I mean. And I, the show never let them do that until the end. Until we had already suffered through all this shit. It's like, I I like what they did with Caleb and Emily. Because they did break up. No. They took a break. It wasn't Emily. Hannah. Hannah! I I always mix these bitches up. Hannah's blonde. So is with, Allison. With Caleb and Hannah, they let them take a break. They let them work on themselves. Spencer and Toby were never allowed to do that. Like, yes, they broke up, but... Like, they fought. They broke up. But there was never... I never saw any character growth out of Toby. I'm not gonna lie to you. Oh, he did. He did when he became uh, a cop. Yeah, but that's, like, season five! You know what I mean? Like, it it was almost like, it was almost like the show was like, no, Toby's a great guy, and he just, like, he has to just wait for Spencer to become okay. And it's like, what? (laughs) No. Like, here's the thing. I will not be like, oh, being in juvie made him a bad person. Because like it makes you a different person but it doesn't inherently make you a bad person but the problem is i don't think the show ever let him like deal with that like work through it yeah because he picked up habits in juvie that were inherently toxic to him and to other people but they never let him like work on those things yeah so he was still secretive he was still hiding things from everybody and like by the end of the show he was basically the same way they didn't really give him like in my opinion they didn't give him a satisfactory arc he was better because he was in a relationship with somebody else it was only after spencer had came back and she didn't know that he was engaged. Which is a whole... Hold on, hold on. It was after she found out he was engaged, she left him for a while. And then we come to find out that Toby had broken up with his fiance because of his feelings towards Spencer still. yeah. They grew, they matured, and he actually wanted to Mary Spencer because his feelings for his fiance changed after she come back. Which, like, I get that, but like I said, we had to wait so long to see that character development from him. I think they it, it would have... To be honest, it felt like for the first, like, five or six seasons, it felt like they were using each other as therapy. Yeah see that but it's see I, 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 I like Mike for starters because he's like the younger brother but you know his family is like falling apart around him mm-hmm. and you know the kid's acting up because of it he kind of he kind of reminds me of uh, Jeremy from Pretty Little not Pretty Little Liars the Vampire Diaries sorry I've only watched a few episodes of that it's fine, you're not missing much. <laughs> um, but he kind of reminds me of Jeremy in that aspect because he doesn't really know what he's doing and he feels like he has to. He feels like he has to, like, be in control so that his family is in control. And the problem is he doesn't want to be. He doesn't want to lose control because then it will feel like he's lost everything. Which, like, heartily can relate to. I really can. I really can. <laughs> Um, I also- my other favorite character was Emily. Gay. I'm a lesbian, what do you expect? She Uh, was also pretty cute, too. Yes, she was. She was very cute. Um, what- who was the other character I liked? Uh, uh, oh god, it's been a while. Uh, Male or female? Hannah's one friend. Mona! No. Oh! Oh, the dude. Um. Oh, I can't think at the moment. Hold on. Like, he was kind of a nice guy, but, like, you know, a nice guy TM, but, like, you know? It just sort of felt for him in a little way, in a way. Yeah. I know. I know who it is. I'm just freaking because I can't remember. And I, here I'm the one that knows the show better. Lucas! Lucas. Lucas was one of my favorites. Plus well. Listen, I'm I, I not going to lie, I really liked Caleb. I don't know. There was just something so, like... Yeah, Caleb is awesome. C- Caleb was like he felt like the realest person in the show. And I don't mean that like oh he's straight up or anything like that. I mean he felt like a real person. See, there's another person Caleb, I'll on board get with that. Caleb like believed everything that was going on, but he was like, "What what the fuck? This is some super villain bullshit. What are you guys involved in?" you know? He also had worked with A for a little bit to spy on them. And then you actually see his character change as feelings grew more and more for Hannah. But Caleb also kind of felt like the audience voice, because sometimes he was like, WHAT THE FUCK IS THIS?! Like, what's going on now? The weirder the plots got, the the more more Caleb Caleb was like, WHAT THE HELL?! Confused. Just confused and like, WHO THE FUCK?! And then he ended up leaving for a while. Well, yeah, I'd leave Twice! I'd leave too if this kind of bullshit was going on! (laughs) We're also missing two other people in that list. Jason and Jenna. I didn't like Jenna. I did because remember- I liked liked Jenna as a villain. I did not like her as a person. Well, she also grew as well. She faked being disabled. No, she didn't. She was actually blind for a while. But then, she, but then she got surgery. She got her sight back, but she wanted to see if people would still treat her differently. That's still faking a disability! I think you're so used to it sometimes that it's hard to get out of that habit. But once she did, she grew from it. She learned that... They're gonna treat you the same, no matter if you're disabled or if you're not. She grew towards the end of the series; like she started again, helping. Again, I said we see all this character growth happening towards the end of the series. It, it's like Toby grows toward the end of the series, Spencer grows toward the end of the series, Jenna grows toward the end of the series. But I've already watched six seasons of the same tired bullshit. But then there's Jason. Poor dude thinks he lost his sister. He's gonna drink even more. And then he stopped drinking. And yes, he fell for Aria for a little bit there. Jason just... Jason was the kind of kid you got the feeling just, like... Wasn't hugged enough as a kid. (laughs) And you just... You feel bad for him. Even though he did stupid shit. Like, hook up with freaking Hannah's mom. But... The poor kid just wanted to feel like he belonged. Jason was, like... Always- he had stupid friends growing up who got him to drink and stuff like that. Who who basically got him involved with the Peeping Tom group. See, the thing with Jason is, like... Because he grew up in such a, like... Hostile environment? He grew up in such a hostile environment that I think... He was desperate to have any kind of control at all. And he's like, he's kind of like Mike in that respect where it's like, he just wants to be in control of something. And, and that's why when he caught Mike breaking into his house to get supplies to run, Jason didn't turn him into the cops. He because s- he saw himself in Mike. Exactly. He That's why he spoke to his parents and he spoke to Aria and said, look, I'm not going to call the cops because... He's just a kid. He wants attention. He kind of seems like Caleb in that perspective. Like, he just... He's Caleb's kind of like if a voice you of mess reason. up. If you mess up, he'll let you know. Yes. But, like, if... He's also very understanding in a way. Mm-hmm. Which, like... It's like I said. He grew up as a kid who was desperate for any kind of control in his life. And when he realized the only thing he could control was himself, he kind of turned to drinking and drugs and stuff like that because it's hard to just be in control of yourself. Yeah. Because being, I'm not gonna lie to you, the control of yourself is the biggest responsibility you have in your fucking life. Yeah. See, the one that got me is finding out that Ezra had a brother. Oh my god! Who is Wesley. Everybody on this show has like a secret brother or sister or mom or cousin. And or Ezra, dog. Was, was Ezra was secretly rich. I'm like, my brain is. This is liars is like they should just change the name of the show to Everyone has a secret family member and you're gonna find out about it and it's gonna be the same thing every time. <laughs> well, the thing with Wesley. He was about, like, maybe a couple of years older than Aria. I could see those two being together. Yeah. I guess so. Because, one, they were closer in age, for starters. And, two... Everybody in this show has been in a relationship with somebody older than them at least, like, once. Spencer? Yeah. Spencer? Hooked up with the doctor. Spencer hooked up with the doctor who was... Red, who was her brother's... Her sister's... Fiance. Fiance. What the fuck? And then she ended up kissing... um, the hell's his name again? Ian. Ian. You had Aria, who's in a relationship with her teacher. Well, Ian also ended up being in a relationship behind um, Melissa's back with... Allison as well, so it's kind of like everybody's... And God knows who well, Allison hooked up with. A lot of people. She was She was with Fitz, she was with Ian, she dated Noel at one point, she dated Ren. Allison is kind of like Jason in the same respect, except that instead of turning to drugs and alcohol to control her life, she, she turned to her, boys. She turned to boys and used her body. But she never slept with them. Towards the end of the series, you find out that she was a virgin. Yeah, but she's still, like, you don't have to sleep with somebody to use your body to get yeah. control over them. True. Because she was she was a very pretty girl, so obviously, you know, she used that. And again, this is not to shame her. I am not slut-shaming her. I am just discussing the facets of her character. But then there was Garrett. <sighs> who just, he apparently, he had been good the entire time he, and he was trying to figure out what, what Jenna and them were doing, but he was also in a relationship with Jenna while trying to help the girls. And he ended up dying for it. On the episode where Adam Lam- Levine was on there, or Adam Lambert, sorry, why did I say Adam Levine? Why am I thinking Maroon 5? Wasn't Caleb also older than Hannah? By, I think, a year or two? Uh, that's less weird. Or, no, they were the same age. Okay. Yeah. I guess he just seemed older because the actor was older. (laughs) He also seemed older because Caleb was more mature than everybody! Yes. Yeah, yeah, he was. Not gonna lie, he was. Caleb was the most mature person on the show. Fight me. Yes. There was also, oh my god, the, the only episode that really confused the hell out of me the most was The Dollhouse. It was, I, I couldn't understand it. What the hell was even going on in that episode? I don't know, I watched it and... you just, I, I, Like, I watched it and I sat there and I was like, cocaine is a hell of a drug. <laughs> yeah. And then come to find out that Mona puts... Mary Drake, which is Spencer's mom, Spencer's sister, in the Dollhouse, and
1: Pretty Little Liars
0: is is like such a weird show, but you absolutely adore it in the same sense because you're like, it's weird because it feels like some unreality shit, and you're just watching it to see like what the fuck happens next. Yeah, because it just. its For most of the show, A feels like a comic supervillain. I'm not gonna lie to you. But it, a, a also felt like one of those guys that you. One of those people that you see on, like, forensic files. Writing letters to the cops and that, saying, like, you'll find the next body here, or something like that. And it's like. Too many people ended up having to die for the secret to get out. That's the sad thing. So many people had to die and then... Like, Ian ended up being hung from the bell tower. No. No. Yeah. He ended up being hung, then hid, and then was shot. Jesus Christ. I guess they thought he was, like, freaking Rasputin' or something. Well, before he died in the bell tower, they moved him and kept him hidden. Fucking oh God! Because... But they think he was Jesus? He couldn't die? No, they, No, they moved him because there was too many people. And if they found the body, they could lead... Like, it would lead the cops to who tried to kill him, right? You know, and and like, the whole reveal of who A was the whole time is just kind of, because of the lead-up and everything, it kind of felt unsatisfactory in the end. Because you're sitting there going, Cece, honey, just because your past was like that doesn't mean you couldn't grow into a better human being. You don't need to get revenge that way. Uh, The thing is, at the end... It just kinda of felt because of the whole buildup of the show, I don't think any ending would have really been satisfactory. And that's kind of the problem with a show like that is that you can't end it in a way that feels like it fills in all the holes. Yeah. That's why I kinda of liked it in like the earlier seasons where A was a team of people. Because then it had like more motives. More, like, capabilities, and... And yet, the thing is, is the members of the A group didn't know who Big A was. Nobody knew who A actually was. Not even her followers. She recruited them via text messages, letters, emails... I mean, How did get these fucking people's information? Allison's journals Allison's phone yeah see that's the weirdest thing like or she met them in person wearing a hoodie and just the fact that it's all masterminded by one person it's like if it had just been the group of A's where it had been them of their own volition taking revenge for the things that they, the like the liars had done to them. Oh, that hurt though when I found out that that Lucas was part of it. Oh, at one point. I know that was. That was I'm like, like Lucas, why? no, no, why? you're a good kid. You know, and it. But it doesn't help that Mona called him hermaphrodite Lucas. so... Ew, that's kind of gross. Even though Hannah never really joined in on it, she still let it happen. She let it happen, and that did, to be fair, that word is very offensive. hmm So, you know. Or it was hermit, Lucas. Like, come on, dude. Uh... But Mona got dropped down a peg good. towards the end of good, the season. Good. I wish they had actually killed her off, but, you know. No. No. I don't know. Because how would she have had her character arc? Her character arc could have ended in death and I would have been satisfied. She ended up being engaged and living she happily. killed people. She never actually killed people. She accidentally ran Hannah over, but she let these murders happen, though. She didn't even go to prison. She went to the woohoo bin. That's not... She ended up in Radley, Who, wh- who I, which is weird. Hannah's mom actually purchased the building and opened up a cafe slash motel. It's like... If you ever want a place for hauntings... Hauntings? Or just eerie, creepy feelings in general and PTSD? Because what if at one point you were a patient there and you had been released because you were you got better and then you go in there to have a drink with your friends and you're just sitting there going or like you rent a room there and then it's like it turns out to have been the same location as your old room and you're like oh lord the the major panic and ptsd and that whole thing would just if that were me I'd be sitting in the room, going, "I gotta get out of here! I gotta get out of here!" You'd find me in the morning, rocking back and forth in the corner, crying. That place, especially if you were a previous inmate,
1: it patient,
0: it would trigger you to go nuts. What should have happened, I think, is she should have like demolished it and built something else. Oh, on top she of it. did. She did, but it's that whole. Especially if you knew exactly where your room was located. At least in that well, see, general the thing vicinity. Is, the thing is, here's the thing. Because it was a mental hospital, you know, and so many, like, shitty traumatic things happened there. I'm gonna say it. Trauma fucks with your memory in weird ways. So you might remember what happened to you, but you probably don't remember which room it happened in. Still, you'd think, what if I'm in my old room? Yeah, I, I can see that. I can see that, to be honest. I think instead she should have, like, just made it a museum or something. Or bar. A bar would have just been fine. I, I don't think a bar so much as, like, put it to something that actually helped the community or helped the people that were, you know. Turn it into a library. Yeah. A library or, like... Turn into a charity hospital or something. She could have turned it into an outpatient counseling building. An outpatient, yeah, they could have like had nurses, therapists, and stuff like that where you could just drop in and talk to somebody. Or make appointments and go in to talk to somebody. Or, like, just regular... Like, place for regular therapy to have Yeah. Because, like, you could... Because the place was so big, you could have rooms for, like, every kind of therapy. You could have somebody doing art therapy in one room, and DBT in another. Dialectical behavior therapy, I think it is. Uh, That's the stuff we need. Um... I'm and, like... You know? And then you could just have, like, little rooms that... Are specifically for therapy, but just rooms where you can, like, decompress. If you're in therapy and you need a minute, you can go to that room and breathe. It's they like just, a meditation room. A meditation room or a safe room. Yeah. You know, just a room where you can go and kind of just yeah, chill out and, you know? Yeah. There are so many missed opportunities with that show like that, though. Yeah. But the thing that got me is when Spencer f- purposely put herself in Radley and pretended she didn't know who she was. Well, to be honest, you she she thought she saw the love of her life dead. Like she thought she saw his body. Yeah. So it's like when you see the tattoo and you know who that person is, just You'd kind of go fucky too, wouldn't you? I don't wanna. I don't wanna say you, you. You kind of. Snap. Yes. And. I think in the first part of the beginning. Yeah. She was in Radley for the right reasons. Because I think it kind of sent her woo So it's like. But then when she started gaining. Stuff back to be able to cope with that, but pretending she doesn't know who she is, pretending to have amnesia, and then, Doctor, oh, what the hell was her name now? Hold on. Doctor, I don't care what her name is, just continue with the story. Doctor Sullivan. Yeah. Came in and said Spencer, and Spencer said, Ollie Ollie free my brain was sitting there going, you let your therapist know it was you, but to the nurses and everybody in that building, you didn't know who you were. Aren't you like kind of afraid that your your therapist would have told them who you were, that you knew who you were? Because a therapist, technically a therapist has like confidentiality and stuff. But that, but at the end of the day, she probably would have been called because like her therapist obviously called them and figured out she was there so like at some point she would be legally obligated to tell them because she's in there for a specific reason they need to know her history yes, because she's in there but when she found out that Spencer knew who she was and everything and had put on the act wouldn't that have wouldn't Anne have turned around and told the nurses and said yeah she's fine now she I wouldn't should... say she's fine like now, she's but... better now she can be discharged like she's well enough to be discharged see here's the thing I think if you're in a situation where cause I, I think I've been in this situation a few times myself at least when I was in um, a place they said, like, you're mentally well enough to be discharged, but I said, I don't feel like I can trust myself. Yeah. And that's, sometimes they'll keep you because you don't trust yourself enough to be able to go Yeah, But that's the thing. That's most likely what Dr. Sullivan told them. Because I think what she figured out was Spencer was in there for a reason. To investigate I, I don't think dr. Sullivan knew that much but oh she knew everything that was going on she did she was told by Toby what was going on she was told by Mona then why didn't she ship Spencer right out there's right out of there because she would get too close to the truth because dr. Sullivan wanted her to find the truth that makes a lot of sense then Like I said, it's been a while since I've seen the show. Same here, but I still know basically the plot and the gist of everything of what's going on. And as I talk about it, more stuff comes back. But... A, trying to burn down the entire house with the Liars and Mona in the house. I think that's when Mona finally realized, hey, I'm on the losing side here. Either way, I'm gonna lose here. Yeah. I helped this bitch out, and she's gonna burn me the fuck down. I think that's when Mona kind of looked and said, Yeah, no, I'm not fucking dealing with her if I live. I'm getting out of this A-game. Yeah. Like, see, here's the thing. (laughs) At at, at the end of the day, literally all they could have done is hire a private investigator, track the phone numbers and locations and stuff. They were unknown numbers, unknown uh, email address. They were all encrypted. Yeah, but, like I said, if Tyler, if Caleb, sorry, could figure out, like... (laughs) After. (laughs) Yeah, if Caleb could figure out most of them with a cursory glance over them, because he at least figured out that they were encrypted, and then he broke that shit. Especially to get on Maya's website. That was fun. Him getting onto Maya's website and seeing all her journals, and then him looking at Hannah going, what's this? Why are we here? Isn't that the girl who died? Like, that's when I think more shit started coming out and he started to... Dig in more. Dig in more. That's why he told Hannah that she was not allowed to continue digging because he didn't want to see her next. And, And I think that the thing that really... That's why I said, like, if Caleb could dig up that shit and he's not even a professional... I wouldn't say he's not a professional, but I th- He's not. I, I say, I, when I say he's not a professional, I mean he's not employed in that field, if you know what I mean. To be honest, I think Caleb was better than most of the IT tech you get nowadays. Yeah, does, most, of, most of them, TBH, don't even have, like... Most of them have bachelors. Yes. But Caleb, I think he could have been one of the top hackers in the world working for the government. C- hear me out. Pretty Little Liars would have been over after one season if they had just gotten hold of Anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If one of them had at least the knowledge to be able to hack, they would have been able to figure this shit out right in the first episode. If they if, if they literally just called a private detective, it would have been over in one season. It would have been over in one season! But then, where would the fun of that been, Trish? There's a point where fun goes away, and it becomes—Are you serious? Are you serious? Where's the fun of the mystery then? Well, it's the suspense of them coming so close to death, and then actually living, and then towards the end, you actually come face to face with your attacker. Well, didn't they like if they had just gone with the team of A? Then they could have shortened the whole show up, and then just put it, when they find the last A... They technically did. Well, you know what I mean. They technically did. Because it was roughly after Noel being killed that they started digging in and finding out more about who A was. Like, who the big A was. I, I just don't think they needed the big A. Uh, it was a it was a revenge plot i but i don't think they needed big a to be honest because the seasons with big a where she was the main focus were boring they were really fucking boring because it just felt like the same shit all over again true but the suspense the suspense dies after a while you can you can only have so much suspense when you figure it out, and then it's like, oh, suspense again, but it's just the same bullshit. You you don't get the suspense at that point. You just get boredom. Uh, I will say though, CC kept them on their toes. Yeah, but it, she did go for almost two, three seasons. Two, three seasons of absolute, like, mind numbing bullshit. But, think about it, she went through almost nine seasons without being caught. Yeah, but like, here's the thing, we had already gone through the first, like, six seasons. But but you hadn't figured out who it was. Of course not, because there didn't need to be a big A. There did not need to be a big A. If they had just continued the plot on the way that it was going, they could have finished it with Noel. And that would have been it. Because they could have just had it where Noel felt so guilty about what he had done. He offed himself. He didn't off himself. I realized that! I know. But, but they could have just literally- Hold on, here's the thing. You have that big group of A's, right? Who's the mastermind? They could have just had the mastermind in the group. They did. But it was... They could have just had it be Noel. Well, that, to be honest, when I first watched the series, I thought Noel was the big A. That like, it would have made sense for Noel to be the big A, and then, like, by the end of the series... But screen... he had no quarrel with the girls. He only went after the girls because of Allison. Okay, but, like, to be fair then the whole Allison situation could have been explained, and then by the end, Noel could have been like, oh shit, I fucked with these people for no reason, and then felt so guilty about it, he just, you know? But why would you have him off himself? Because then he could have a redemption arc. He He doesn't need a redemption arc, Kiara. He is a villain. He is the bad guy. Not everybody needs a redemption arc. Could have shown him repenting. You don't need to show him repenting. If you're going to have him die at the end, because okay, actually, said, they could have done the done it the same way. He, but, but him go forward to explain it to them, and that's when his death happens. The same way it does in the show. It could have been an accident the way he died. No, but just, hold on. He felt so bad. He tried to go to them to apologize, standing in front of them and ask for forgiveness. But that's when. Well, obviously the girls would not forgive him. But he'd try. He would try, but I and think... And then he'd end up... I think, he, if I remember correctly, he fell on a spike or something like that, or a nail. And he ended up dying. But they could still have it that way. And it'd all just be an accident, but everything would be over. It, everything would be over, and it would still kind of end the same way without the whole suicide bit Dolly yes let me explain why I think it would make sense right he finds out that Allison is actually alive and he's like oh shit I've been like torturing these girls for absolutely nothing for no reason at all So he would, like, go to them and apologize because the guilt is, like, weighing on him so heavily because this is six seasons worth of shit, you know? That's gonna weigh on a body. People have died. People have died because of you. You've killed people, right? And so, like, he would go to them and he would, like, try to explain and apologize. And, of course, they don't forgive him because how do you forgive somebody for that? Exactly. And he can't find a way to get rid of his guilt, and he feels like the only way for it to, like, resolve itself is to do himself and to endgame himself. Because it would kind of be giving his life to, you know, compensate for what he did to the others who he killed, you know? And it could end with showing him in his jail cell and him standing there beside a noose and then it end as the chair goes yeah because like at least in the end like it wouldn't feel super but it would be like it's done now but i believe if i remember correctly don't quote me cc did something like that at the end of the series yeah but cc was so i'm gonna say it cc was unnecessary CC was 100% unnecessary. Those last three seasons were absolutely not necessary. They could have ended it with Noel. Actually, Noel was season eight. You know what I mean? CC season- CC being involved was unnecessary. There, I think there... How many seasons were there? We're confused on seasons, but not on plots. Sorry, there's seven seasons. Okay, well, Cece's seasons were still unnecessary, in my opinion. Her involvement was unnecessary because they could have ended it with no one. And yeah, you're right, it's called Raven's Wood. And then, like, yeah, maybe you wouldn't have got the character, like, plots so much, but. They also could have cut out a lot of unnecessary shit in their arcs, too. True. See, I'm just surprised that they're rebooting the show. So quickly! Yeah, that ended. Hold on. It only ended in, like, 2016 or something. Hold on, let me check. aired in 2017, I believe. 2016, 2017, I was close. It went from 2016 to 2017. What? Season 7. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I was close. Yeah. I wasn't wrong, technically. True. And, like, it's only been, like, five years now? Exactly five. Eight, yeah. nine, 20... Four four years. I can... I'm kind of cautiously hopeful for this reboot. Because I would like to see more of the books in the show. Yeah. Plus, maybe they can actually get actors that look the age. (laughs) Yeah. And I think there's so much, like, kind of missing from the show that was in the book. Because, like, I remember one thing about the books. Is that they're... There was a biting kind of humor to them that was like, it it was morbidly funny, in a way. A, fucked with them, and like, A seriously fucked with them, but to A, it kind of seemed like it was all a joke in the book. Like not a haha funny kind of joke, but you know what I mean. Yeah. This sounds stupid! What? Twenty-two years ago, a series of tragic events almost ripped the blue-collar town of Millwood apart. Now, at the present day, a group of desperate teens, a brand new set of liars, find themselves tormented by an unknown alias, assailant, and made to play for the secret sins their parents committed two decades ago. So it's not even Pretty Little Liars. Two decades ago, as well as their own. In the dark, coming up the age, horror-tingling drama, Pretty Little Liars' original sin, we find ourselves miles away from Rosewood, but within the existing Pretty Little Liars universe, in a brand new town with a new generation of Little Liars. So it's not actually a reboot. The good news is that the series is not rewriting what happened on the original, or its ill-fated spin-offs, Pretty Little Lies, The Perfectionist and Ravenswood. The original series aired from 2010 to 2017 on Freeform
1: and had
0: a legion of fans. So, uh, my, my, uh, hopefulness for a more book faithful adaptation is out the fucking window. Which kind of pisses, well, actually, it pisses me off and excites me at the same time. Because it sounds like it's the kids. It sounds like, because it says two decades ago. Okay, but the perfectionists was supposed to be their kids. Or at least. No, it's not. It's not. Allison's back and so is Mona. But it's not. This seems more like it's the actual...
1: But it said miles
0: away from Rosewood. Why would they all move to the same place? To get away from Rosewood. Yeah, but why would you all move into one centralized location? To get away from the horror. Why... Hear me out again, though. Again, if you are still reeling from the shit that happened to you in one town why would you all just pick up and move to another one all together because even if mom sent me something even if you are far away from that place you are still with the people that it happened with and that's still gonna be horrible for you because you're still gonna have to relive those memories every time you see them and like I don't give a shit about this whole well it bonded them bullshit because like no you don't it forced them together it forced them together and they could only rely on each other four years and i get that you would know, you would probably not trust anybody else but at the end of the day if it were me i'd want to get as far away from those people as fucking possible well actually you never know but hold it, on they one family could have moved there and then another family could have moved in eventually and then stuff like that okay they could have ended up in that town Not realizing they're all there until all this shit happens. But if you all move to one centralized location, it's also easier for the person who attacked you in the past to do it again. But they're dead. The person who attacked you is dead. So who the hell could it be now for the the original liars? It's not really for the original liars. It would technically, in my theory, it would be the kids. Okay, but it still said they're paying for the sins of their parents. Who would want to hold the original Liars accountable if the people who are in the original A group are dead? Not all of them. Mona's not dead, but shes I think she's living in Paris. So, I like I said, the point still stands. It wouldn't make sense for it to be the original Liars group. But it's saying that all the characters are going to come back. But that doesn't mean it's their fucking kids. Um, unless what it is, it's a new group of kids and they enlist the help of the girls to help them out. But see, here's the thing. This feels less like they're going, well, we want a off of the show and more like, we want to do the exact same fucking thing just with different people. But see, in the last one, they didn't have any help. But this way, these kids could literally seek them out and say, look, we're dealing with something almost identical to you guys. Can you help us out? You guys are the only ones that know what, what, it's, what we're de- dealing with right now. But at the end of the day, if you remember, the liars were not good at dealing with it when it was happening to them. Yeah. They literally only survived most of the instances with A out of sheer dumb luck and other people's unknowing help. Exactly. So like, how are they gonna be of any help? I don't know. They've got no advice to give, really. I don't know, to be honest, Dolly. What we'd have to do is watch it and and see. And see, yeah. We can't dump on it until we've actually seen it. It's like me. I didn't really want to watch the Umbrella Academy, but I can't really say I don't like it or I like it until I actually watch it. Yeah, we just haven't gotten around to watching it. That's fine. I have a site that I can find it and we can watch it. Yeah, now that you finally have your better computer. I finally have a better computer. I have an HDMI cable. It's all Gucci now. It's all Gucci now. Uh, We're an hour now. But I think out of the entire cast, as much as I say I like Toby, I think I have to go with Jason. Jason's a good pick. Steady kind of guy, you know? I think it's the man bun. (laughs) <laughs> For a while there, <laughs> see, we have very, very specific tastes when it comes to guys who can pull off a man bun. It's respectable to me. <laughs> it's like if you can pull that off, good on you. looks good. There are like two guys I know that she likes that have that have had like man buns in shows. It one is Asahi, Asahi, Asahina, the Ace from (laughs) Haikyuu. And Jason, when he had a man bun on Pretty Little Liars. Yeah, yeah. if you can pull off the man bun, full respect to you. Full respect to you, because not many guys can pull off a man bun. And be attractive to Kiara. Yes. (laughs) I've seen a picture once, not dissing him. If if he was younger, I might have pulled it off, but I saw someone sent me a picture, because was one of my friends. I know that I I do sometimes like men who wear man buns. But this guy, he was 80 something years old with a man bun and I'm like, oh no. Like, I'm sure when he was younger, he would have been a complete and total hottie with that man bun. But when you're wearing a speedo and a man bun and there's wrinkles everywhere, my brain just goes, I. Oh no! Oh, oh no. no! Oh no! 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 No. Oh no! It's like the pole dancing old men. That oh no. just my friend showed me that, and I I had nightmares about that. Wasn't he like pole dancing to the sound of music? Yes, he was. Pole that was is- even. No, it wasn't even the sound of music. It was climb every a mountain. <laughs> yeah. That's, that, there's, oh my, oh, my God. But I, I'll, I'll give the man bun this. On anybody, it would be preferable to a he-hive. <laughs> most men, to be honest, can't pull off a, he- a man bun. Most men, mo- I don't, most men can't pull off a, be- um, a, a he- man bun. No man can pull off a hee hive Unless, unless you're transgender, and then you just be you, guy. Be you. Be you, honey. Be you. Uh, I don't even think a trans man could pull off a hee-hive. The only person that could really, like, somehow make a hive look good is a drag queen. That's what I mean as well. Is a trans, trans person and a drag queen because i love the way they do their hair i love the way they do their makeup their outfits it's like you walk up on stage with that amount of confidence it's like Pardon me. yes honey yes girl like we don't watch rupaul though no but I, I, I'm sorry, um, I don't care if he's a gay man. I do not like to hear RuPaul say the T slur. Yeah, we're gonna end off here. Because we have to get ready because we're going out. So, even though this is going up tomorrow, for us it's Friday. Were we filmed you? late. Yes, we, we, we recorded late because it was just not a good day yesterday. All I wanted to do was sleep. And all I wanted to do was check a paddle out the window. <laughs> yeah, new PS3 paddle, our controller, and it was just bullshit. But, yeah, tomorrow we're at our, my, at our friend's house. Well, yeah. He's the one I've been talking about when I, he showed me that bit, picture. But... We'll be at his house, hopefully, once he gets in touch with us. And then we're just going to be there until my parents get, till our parents get back from my dad's appointment on Saturday morning. So, and that's going to do it for us. This has been the Fanny Pack Podcast with Dolly and Kiara. See you all next week. Mwah.